Hi, welcome to a special crossover edition of Spoilers. Today on Skype, we have Stevie. Say hi, Stevie. Hi, Stevie. That's funny. <laughs> and Jordan in North Carolina. Hey, guys. And we have two special guests from the Film Inc. Film Thoughts podcast, Dan and the lovely Laura. First of all, congratulations to you guys, and uh, how are you doing today? Uh, thank you. We're okay. <laughs> how many weeks how many weeks pregnant are you now i'm 24 weeks now 24 weeks yeah yeah so <laughs> we're getting that slowly but surely <laughs> baking them from yeah. scratch takes a long time <laughs> how would you describe what your podcast is for those of you who haven't or for our listeners who haven't heard you guys yet well um we're quite a new podcast we only started probably october last year we've only done um, 15 episodes today. Um, the first three was just me on my own, which wasn't a great listen. So then I asked. Um, yeah, it brought me in because it made it better. <laughs> Obviously. So, um, so then I asked Laura to join. And um, so the format of the podcast really, we go to the cinemas and then we, we tend to come back and discuss the films we've watched this week and uh, a new release. But in terms of the new releases we tend to get all the films later than the new guys so yeah you know films like la la land you know we got like two months three months later than the the, the american audience so really? well that, that's kind of the premise of our podcast stevie loved la la land didn't you stevie? i really did i thought that movie was amazing How could you know? <laughs> yeah. oh i loved it too but it's it so still, that was like the best movie ever yeah <laughs> I didn't say it's the greatest movie ever. I just I don't understand how he did a lot of it. I just thought it was like extremely well made. Yeah, Dan's been playing the soundtrack, so we have been singing the songs. I've had the songs stuck in my head. Yeah, I can't, I can't stop singing it. It's, <laughs> so, it's it's one of the. I think it's a really good film, but I don't think it deserves all its nominations. But I think it should be celebrated as a as a great film. Yeah, definitely, what, definitely. What's, I think what's our babies will come out knowing the soundtrack more than. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite tune from the soundtrack um well mine's audition mm -hmm. um 
With Emma Stone. I don't know what she has there. I like my City of Stars. It's quite an obvious one. That was um, my favourite too. That's my favourite. Yeah, yeah, it gets stuck in my head really easily. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I really like you guys' <laughs> podcast. I started listening after the Rogue One episode i think i saw you guys on potter and family and then just have been checking you out so it's kind of like our podcast but less american so if we're too american for you <laughs> check them out <laughs> it might be a little bit better so uh <laughs> well, i mean I, I, when you first messaged me you said you said um rouge one and i don't think you, yeah were you <laughs> i've done that so many times <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it spells it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, I listen to um, your podcast on Rogue One, and um, I get the feeling, as a general feeling, that you didn't like it that much compared to compared to us. But um, yeah, differences aside, I, I've been listening to your podcast as well, and uh, mm. I've really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a really good listen. Well, thank you. Yeah, appreciate that. So uh, <laughs> uh, today we're here to discuss uh, classic spaghetti western from 1966, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and then play a quick trivia game if that sounds good to you guys i'm really bad at trivia games but i'll try we'll, we'll, we'll team up yeah we'll team up so the film sounds good though yeah. <laughs> all, right. all right stevie why don't you kick things off by reading the imdb's plot synopsis for the good the bad and the ugly all right it's pretty short but here we go okay a bounty hunting scam joins two men in an uneasy alliance against a third in a race to find a fortune in gold buried in a remote cemetery. That is a lot shorter <laughs> than it? this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like honestly the shortest synopsis I could think of for a three-hour movie. <laughs> yeah, it feels like I've been robbed there a little bit. Yeah, I can read the Rotten Tomatoes one, but it's like two pages long. Oh, that's okay. That will probably take three hours. I'm joking. Especially the way Stevie reads. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I guess, I don't know, I'll open it up. It's it's kind of a long movie, so there's no point in going scene by scene. But I guess in general, um, what did you guys think uh, of the movie? Maybe Stevie, do you want to kick things off? Yeah, sure. Uh, This was the first time I'd ever actually watched this movie. And um, it's probably really? one of the coolest intros I can remember. Like, it's one of the coolest intros I've ever seen, really. I just love the way that was done. I also like the fact that there was no dialogue until probably around the 11-minute 11, 11 mark. And then it just turns into this giant sweeping epic of pretty much Clint Eastwood and um, I don't know the actor's name, but the character uh, Tuco really not trusting each other throughout the entire movie. And uh, I like that relationship a lot. And also, uh, I thought the action was pretty well done for a movie that's almost 50. Actually, it is more than 50 years old. So I like this movie quite a bit. Nice. Dan, Laura, what did you guys think? Was this your first time seeing it as well, or had you seen it before? No. Um, I've watched this film a lot. It's one of, like, me and my mom used to watch it, like, all the time. So I've seen it a lot. Um, big fan of Clint Eastwood. I love Clint Eastwood so much, but, yeah. He's a whole Um He's, a very <laughs> He's pretty fly for a white guy. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, it's something I've always loved watching. And even though it is three hours long, I happily sit through it all. Yeah, it's good. Uh, as for me, um, uh, this is the second time I've watched it. Uh, the first time I watched it, I think I fell asleep. <laughs> not, 
no, no fault of the no fault of the film. I was just really tired, so I, I made a really good effort to watch it yesterday. And to be fair, it it, it is a really long film um, in regards to it, and in regards to its premise as well, it's really long. Um, but I, I enjoyed it more the second time round than the first time, and I really liked again the um, the the relationship between the good and the ugly, um, Tuco. I think that was a, a really good selling point of the film. Despite the length, I do question the length. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they do have an editor for this film. They have two, they have two editors. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they used them. So did you get a but bit yeah, I mean, antsy overall, during it? Or was it, did you get a little bit bored or antsy? Or were there scenes that you would have cut specifically? Or I told you off a couple of times for using your phone. Picked this phone up. <laughs> It's never cool. I mean, it's a particular scene where there's um, the they keep on showing the shots of a cannon going off, and I was like, "Can you not cut this a little bit? <laughs> you don't need to keep showing the shots of a cannon. Like, calm down, guys. Like, I mean, what, I, I don't know. I mean, I I, I understand. I, I'm I really lack in the Western uh, genre. Um, Laura's much more of an expert in this genre than me. Well, in terms of Clint Eastwood, because she loves Clint Eastwood. Uh, I don't say that bitterly. But, um, and, uh, and, and, and I don't know. It's, it's something that I've always, I've always, I've always lacked in the Western. I don't know why. I just don't. It doesn't appeal to me as much. But I mean, it is really long, and some of the scenes are really long. And you've got, and I've got a really large attention span. But for this one, my attention span doesn't seem to last for some reason. But, I don't want to be. I don't want to be the negative person in the room. <laughs> No, absolutely. Fact, you, uh, yeah. Like, Clint Eastwood was born in 1930, so I don't think you've got anything to worry about. Okay, thank you. <laughs> He's <laughs> ancient, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we have our own uh, Western resident expert, Jordan. Uh, this is your first episode of Spoilers. We do little minor ones like this, but our main episodes are a movie trivia game where whoever wins a trivia question at the end gets to pick the next movie, and Jordan always picks Westerns. So, Jordan, what did you think about The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? I, I don't know how I've gotten pegged as the Western guy. I chose two. Um, but, no, yeah, I've I seen this movie a bunch of times, and I really, really like it. Um, but I hadn't seen it in, I don't know, probably like five years at this point. And I had, like, forgotten some of the scenes, like the whole part where they get caught up with the army and all that. Um, but, yeah, it, it drags on a little bit, but I do really like this movie. Um, and it was good to see it again. Was it as good as Young Guns? I mean, it, it's it's up there. It's up there. <laughs> okay. I, I haven't seen Young Guns, so... <laughs> you should keep it that way. Of some... <laughs> I recommend <laughs> it. It's not three hours. It's only, like, two, so it's manageable. Oh. <laughs> so, Stevie, who is your favorite character in the movie? Tuco? Uh, my favorite character. Ooh, um... I'm asking. I just assumed it was Tuco because you are Mexican and Tuco was the Mexican character in the movie. So. I am Mexican. It's <laughs> <laughs> quite a thing to say. All right. Um... All right. Uh... Now I'd probably say my favorite character, honestly, was probably uh, the bad. I think he did the best like acting it. job of the movie. Um, and also, he just, I guess he just kind of gave you an uneasy feeling when he was on screen. I feel like he like commanded a lot of attention when he was on screen, so I'd probably say my favorite character was the bad. Anybody else? Angel Eyes. Yeah. Um, 
I like the Angel Eyes. I think, yeah, he's a very good character. Um, and I think he himself, Lee Van Cleef, he played it really well. Yeah. Quite happy with that. He was really bad as well. Yeah, he was bad. <laughs> I'm not saying he was a good person. He was just a good character. No, but I mean, like, I mean, he's definitely... He's definitely he is he does really open it up for me yeah. in terms of that, that scene where he starts eating that meal. Well, he has the first line as well, doesn't he? Yeah, does definitely. He? I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't. Does he, he not? Guy does. I don't know. What the guy thing. shoots. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I Sorry, guys. Must have fallen asleep again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my favorite character is probably. Um, the ugly, only because he's the one that he, he kind of takes on so many different roles in the film. So he starts off as being like kind of a jerk who continues to get prosecuted by the authorities, and then later on in the film he he kind of takes on the role of of what Clint Eastwood takes on, where he's like a cowboy and he's trying to he's trying to find the riches, um, and then at the end he he goes back into his previous role where he. He's, he's then becomes the jerk again. Yeah. So I think Ugly's my, the, the Ugly's my favourite one in all of them. Yeah, I would agree with that because uh, the first time I saw it, I didn't really pick up on this. This was the second time that I saw this movie and the Ugly really is kind of a three-dimensional character because he's kind of self-conscious about how poor he is. He lies about that and he has a bad relationship with his brother and his dad. So at the end, even though he does some bad things, I think he kind of I felt sorry for him. I don't know if anyone else kind of felt that way watching this movie. No. <laughs> no love for the ugly. You just hated him. <laughs> no love for the ugly. No. I am glad he did the part though, because he wasn't first choice for the part, um, but he did really want to do it. So I'm glad he ended up getting picked. Ellie Wallach. <laughs> That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> Who was, was the first, first choice? choice? Yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> Let's just know he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I googled first choice for the ugly, and I got some weird results. So <laughs> <laughs> that's why he was second choice. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh dear. Jordan, did you have a favorite character, or? Uh, I I mean I really like Blondie. I I think mm-hmm. that you're right, and that the the ugly is kind of a, a real character and you get to see more of it like his human side, but Blondie is really clever, I think. And he keeps like making himself kind of indispensable. Like he's the only one that knows the name for the longest time. And then I don't know. I mean, you think he's dead in the desert. And so his ability to kind of stay alive throughout the movie is, is cool. So I like Blondie plus he's a hunk. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad cause he, um, he renegotiated as well because he wasn't going to do the part. Um, he ended up getting a 250-gram salary for the film, which, considering he wasn't actually well-known in America at that point, he got 10% of the profits as well when the fame like, it really? did come out in America. Yeah, Jeez, and he got, a new Ferrari, he got a new Ferrari for doing the part as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think, considering he wasn't well-known, I think that's some pretty good... Yeah, negotiating skills. And in terms of relativity, his salary was more than the entire budget of a a fistful of dollars. Yeah, that's (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah, because apparently it's a trilogy, isn't it? It is a trilogy. It's a trilogy. Have you guys seen the other two? Have you watched them all? I have not, no. This is the only one I've seen. I've seen a fistful of dollars. I haven't seen a few dollars more. 
They're very good. I have them all, and I'd say you could borrow them, but getting them to you might be a bit of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> it'll swing so... back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could have sorted it yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is this movie your favourite, then, of the three? Uh, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, is this your favourite of them? I think it's the most iconic. Like, the last mm-hmm. scene, I think, is... Yeah. Um, and it's, it is the one I've watched on its own the most often. So, I guess so. Yeah. Was that not a good answer? Was that... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was waiting for someone else to say something. <laughs> well, you did bring up the end, and in spoilers, we do like to give away the end of the movie. We assume that you've seen it by this point if you're listening to a podcast oh. about it. Uh, Jordan, do you want to describe that final showdown at the end and kind of what happens, or, or Stevie? Stevie, take it. <laughs> you're the Western expert. No, man, I'm trying to spread the love. <laughs> All right. So they end up at, is it called Sad Hill Cemetery? Mm-hmm. End up at Sad Hill Cemetery. In the middle of the cemetery, there's kind of like this, I guess, this giant circle of stones. And they end up in a Mexican standoff. And this standoff appears to take about, I'd say, about 10 minutes of just... <laughs> <laughs> someone's face cut shot someone's face cut shot someone's gun someone's gun cut scene someone's eyes someone's looking over here cut shot cut shot cut shot it takes forever but it's also a really good build up with the music behind it and um in the standoff itself uh, you learn that uh clint eastwood emptied uh tuco's gun before the standoff the night before and they shoot the bad and the bad dies and that's when um, pretty much they find the gold in the grave and uh, Clint Eastwood makes Tuco stand on top of a, I guess, a grave cross and hang himself again as he rides off and then, but, and he ties his hands behind his back and before the very end Clint Eastwood shoots uh, the rope off Tuco's neck and Clint Eastwood rides off with gold or he's his half. <laughs> pretty awesome. Now you, you, descri- <laughs> you described that in one minute, but... <laughs> took forever and that's what my issue is i mean i mean that's i think that's when the editor came in and was like right how do i how do i get more faces into this shot (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's a famous scene but i just don't understand why i mean it could easily be cut into two two minutes probably um, because the tension doesn't really after it lasts like five minutes the tension doesn't really kill you anymore you just want it to end <laughs> um, do you think you'd have been more tense when you were watching it in like 66 rather than I don't know I don't know what film lengths are like in 66 I hope they weren't that long <laughs> they had probably had like an intermission <laughs> I mean I mean uh, law... yeah, sorry go on did, I mean despite the length probably is one of the, like, the most iconic mo- moments in like Western history, at least um, like Western movie history, like just them staring each other down and that music and everything I feel like is one of the things that you really take from this movie that's been recreated again and again. Especially in a uh, Tarantino films, you see it in Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. Um, yeah. I feel like there's another one, but hateful eight. Mexican standoff. Hateful eight. Yeah. And I can understand why, uh, I guess, that standoff was so long. Because, I mean, you've already spent two hours and 40 minutes getting to this point. Like, you <laughs> might as well make it even longer. 
You're all in. <laughs> like they're all in. Like it's taken forever. The tension is such a build up. It's like a, such a build up that you might as well draw it out as much as possible to like build up the tension. That's the only reason I could think of like, that scene would be that long. Oh, oh, we didn't get an editor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. it could very well be. <laughs> Yeah, there are definitely a couple scenes that I felt were just a little gratuitous. I think one that comes to mind is the uh, when the band's playing in the Union uh, prison camp, and then Tuco's getting beat up by that uh, I guy. That I did, but it, was, it goes on forever, and it's, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit much for me. You liked it, though? <laughs> yeah, I did like it. I, th- I thought it was one of the better scenes of the movie. I mean, even though it was long, I... I guess I just kind of liked it more. It was, for my thinking of it, um, for 1966, I thought it was a rather violent scene. I guess I was kind of surprised at that. Well, what about Tuco in a bath scene? <laughs> <laughs> you like that one. Yeah. I mean, Clint Eastwood's good looking, but Tuco in a bathtub, that's, that's what I'm talking about. Tuco in a bathtub with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Is that a gun in the bathtub, or are you just happy to see me, Tuco? <laughs> <laughs> so any other uh, final thoughts or fun facts about the movie? I don't know if anyone... Um, the bridge got blown up twice. There we go. <laughs> There's one. They accidentally blew it up because um, they had a Spanish code word that they thought was heard, <laughs> and then they ended up blowing the bridge up, so they had to rebuild the bridge. And blow it up all over again for the film, oh, Lord. which costs awesome. a lot of money. Yeah. So that's not good. And also, um, the ugly actually nearly died twice during the film. Um, obviously, we know Clint Eastwood shoots him off the rope a few times. During the film, he shot the gun, which scared the horse, and actually, Tuco nearly did get hung off the tree really? which <laughs> wouldn't have been very good and the train scene where his handcuffs are on the rail he nearly gets his head caved in as well there's like a little foot platform on the train and if he would have like raised his head up it would have like yeah knocked it off yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been gross <laughs> yeah, like a, a long for him. <laughs> i guess we should it's, mention uh, too I don't, I don't think we've said this yet it was shot in italy and mostly Spain, this movie, yeah. as part of the spaghetti yeah. Western tradition. Sorry, Jordan, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Is, is uh, Tuco in Breaking Bad, is that like a callback to this guy? Cause it, now that That's I, what I kind of thought, I'm too. Like, it, I've never thought about it before, but uh, like he, he's kind of the same like resentful like partner to the main character in Breaking Bad for a while. And I think it's, I don't know, it's kind of similar. I had never thought about it before. I see that comparison actually. Laura's looking at me really weirdly, but she she, she hasn't seen all the Breaking Bad seasons, but she has yeah. seen Tuco. He's the guy who always he sniffs the uh, the meth and goes all crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that and, happens. And, quite and he's a in the times. desert. No, he's in the <laughs> desert. And, yeah, there's a big there's a big gunfight. So. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I would see there's a, there's a slight resemblance because he, he uh, two um, the guy from Breaking Bad's quite he's crazy as well isn't he he's, all, he's yeah. quite um, flamboyant with his with his dialogue so and it's and also there's a big there's a good big two episodes where he's in the desert as well so yeah I, I can agree with that actually and the only other fact that I had written down is that the skeleton inside the coffin at Sad Hill Cemetery that they open up the first one uh, 
That's a real skeleton. And it was a dead Spanish actress who in her will said she wanted to keep being in movies. So, I don't know. I thought it was weird, but cool. That's really gross, but nice. That's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) So, fun fact. Next time you watch this movie, think about that. Ew. So, final thought. Uh, The last thing we do here is say yes or no on a movie. Uh, It's kind of objective. Uh, It's whether you liked it or not or whether you would recommend it or not. Um, Stevie, do you want to go first and give your yes or no and sort of wrap things up? Uh, Yeah, I'll give this movie a definite yes. Uh, This is my first time watching it, and I absolutely loved it. And one thing it did, which I wish movies would keep doing, is introducing characters with like a still shot and then writing their name out. I wish movies would keep doing that so badly. That was so cool. But yeah, uh, definite yes for me. Dan, what what would you say? I would say, I would say yes, just to. Don't say that for my benefit. He looked at me when he said that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not gonna hurt you. No, I mean, I'd say yes, just for the experience of seeing this classical western. Um, Yeah, I would, I would watch it, but also be prepared. To be like, try and be wide awake before you watch it. <laughs> Just from an editing standpoint, make sure you've had a few Red Bulls beforehand. Get a good night's sleep, a full meal. <laughs> Jordan, how about you? Yeah, no, nah, it's it's a yes for me. Um, I mean, it's an iconic film, and also, I I mean, it's it's good on its own right. Uh, definitely be prepared for the length, but it's it's a really really good one, and you got to see it. Laura. You have to ask. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a no. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's going to be a yes for me as well. So this movie is preserved. That's what we say, right? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Preserved 50 years. (laughs) (laughs) So then, uh, Dan and Laura, if you're up for it, uh, on spoilers, like to play a little bit of movie trivia. Would that be okay? Do you guys have time? But I already know I'm awful, but yeah, we're going to give it yeah. a go. We're, we're definitely going to lose. lose but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to be on a team together, or do you want to pick Stevie or Jordan? Neither of them are very good, though, so I wouldn't recommend Ooh, what it. Are you <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe we should join join an expert. And, uh... <laughs> oh, God. So oh, God. <laughs> do you want to pick first? Um, maybe, maybe Jordan. Okay, so I've got Stevie, right? Yep. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. So uh, (laughs) what we'll be doing today is you guys are going to be on a team, and I have three questions, uh, a one-point, a two-point, and a three-point question, and then three categories, and you're able to pick which category you want to answer for each point value. Um, So you can pick category A for one or category B for two, et cetera. So... The three categories today are who played Bond, Oscar math, and the Disney Renaissance, Disney films from 1988 to 1998. So we'll start with Dan and Jordan. For your one point, and this should probably be the the category you're least comfortable with, uh, again, they are Bond, Oscar math, and Disney. What would you like to go with? Dan, I feel pretty weak in all of these. You're going to have to make the call. (laughs) I would say the strongest is Bond, but that's still a weak, strong point. But, <laughs> um, well, we can um, save that one. <laughs> um, maybe then 
what, what's the what's the other one? Not Disney, not the other one. The Oscar, uh, Oscar one. math. Yeah. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's do let's do Oscars, huh? Yeah, Oscars. Yeah, I'll be good. Yeah. Oscar math for one. All right. Would you like question A or question B? Sorry, not oh, to make it hard. Another choice. Me, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, I've got nothing to lose. Um, eh. All right. The number of Oscars Meryl Streep has won plus the number of Oscars Daniel Day-Lewis has won. <laughs> Yikes. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. It's just guessing a number, yeah. though. It's probably got a 1 in 20 shot. <laughs> Meryl's won quite a, a few. You're not allowed to ask me. I'm not on your oh, team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah she has. <laughs> I'm not conversing with the enemy. Um, uh, did you win one for Lincoln? You're not allowed to ask me questions. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I maybe... Think, I think he has like two or three max. And what? How, how many do you think she has? I would say three for Meryl. No, no, not three. Maybe two for Meryl, or maybe three for uh, Lewis. You want to go five? Five. I, yeah. I was, I was thinking the other way. I mean, if we're adding them, I was thinking Meryl probably had three, and he probably had two. Right. All oh, right, combined. Yeah, about five. Yeah, yeah. Is that your final answer? Five. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was six. Three for each. Oh, Perfect number. Dang. Yeah. Stevie and so uh, Laura. Yeah. Stevie, I'm really sorry in advance. <laughs> Bond, Oscar Math, and Disney. Bond, Oscar Math, and Disney Renaissance. What would you like for your one point question? Uh, let's go. Um, because I probably know Bond the best. So let's go. Uh, two, two, two. I'd say Oscar Math. You want to try that just for the one point? Yeah, Oscar sounds good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oscar Math. This is question B. The number of Oscars Catherine Hepburn has won, plus the number of Oscars Denzel Washington has won. Okay. I think Catherine I'm has just... four. Yeah. And I think Denzel has two for Glory and Training Day. <laughs> okay. Why are you pulling just... these out of? You just know this? <laughs> yeah. Just Hands off this. the keyboard, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Okay. He I'm going to go with... Whatever you're saying, because I honestly I don't know a clue. I knew the four, but I don't know I don't know Denzel. So All right, so we'll go answers. we'll go six. Correct yeah. for one point. Yep. Aww. Yay! Na, 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 na. All right, back to you, uh, Jordan and Dan. Uh, categories remaining are who played Bond and Disney Renaissance films. You want to go Disney? Yeah, let's go. Let's go Disney. <laughs> Would you like question A or question B? <laughs> Tough decision, I know. This is so scary. It all hinges on question A. <laughs> yeah, let's go A. All right. What's the character's name of the candle in Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, Dan. <laughs> all the questions. It was I think it means in light in French. Easy. Do you know French? No. What? <laughs> I have no idea, man. Uh, sorry, I have really no idea. Light in French. 
I'm not gonna guess it would make me sound really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pass. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Uh, the answer is Lumiere. Correct? Is that the right <sighs> pronu- pronunciation, Stevie? My. Yeah, you couldn't pass that one over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Lumiere. Stevie Laura, yeah, yeah. your Fuck question. Steven. Yeah. <laughs> Bond or Disney for your uh, two point question? Let's go Disney. I'm excited. Disney. Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. the What's the character's name of the seagull in The Little Mermaid? Oh my god. Laura is a, a Disney expert, by the way. So my wife would hit me in the head right now. So, actually, so is Stevie. <laughs> I've gone blank. I've gone blank. How your, your favorite Disney film is Little Mermaid. Because, <laughs> God, I wish Lauren was next to me right now. Um... There's this founder and there's Sebastian and there's Ariel and there's Titan and there's... Who's... Oh! This is so frustrating. <laughs> I'm so right now. And you're going to tell me and I'm going to hate myself. <laughs> Gosh darn it! Lauren would know this in a heartbeat. Um, I can't think. It's really tough. Why can't I know? Around. Oh, this is so annoying, and it's the Little Mermaid. Any guess? Oh man, uh, I don't. I don't even have a name coming, like or even a letter coming to mind. Do you, Laura? I literally, I've gone blank and. I actually hate myself. It's like my favorite film, and I can't remember the name. What's the name? I'm not going to tell you. So. I'm going to have a breakdown. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh my gosh! I don't know. We'll, we'll have to give you ten seconds on this. <laughs> oh, don't laugh at me. That is so mean. <laughs> Five seconds. Do you guys have a guess? Anything? I actually, I don't know. No, Stevie, I don't have anything? a clue, man. I can't remember. I'm going to hate We're... myself. We were looking for You're gonna Scuttle. You're going to have to tell me. Scuttle. 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 Which means it's all come Scuttle, down to James me. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Scuttle. Scuttle. Oh, God. I'm going to have to bury myself in shame. My best friend's never going to forgive me. <laughs> Dan and Jordan, oh my gosh. you need to answer this question correctly to have a chance to stay in the game. Would you like question A or B and who played James Bond? I say we stick with A. Yeah, let's go with that. I mean, <laughs> a bold I mean, strategy. They've gotten characters. none right so far from A, but they're sticking with it. I like it. <laughs> bold strategy. Who plays James Bond in *License to Kill*? Uh, I think we'll be, maybe list the actors and then we'll make a decision. Um, list all the the Bonds. Yeah, multiple choice. Six okay. of them. That that could help them too, though. So if you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's true. Um, I can do it. I've got, I've got a list right here. If you if you'd like, that's a, that's fair. That 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 makes sense. Yeah, that would be good. Okay. That would be good. Here here are the potential answers. We have Daniel Craig, Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, and I'm just gonna limit it to those. It's not any of the other ones. <laughs> it's not Lazy B. <laughs> it's, yeah, but it's it's, it's definitely not Daniel Craig. Um, <laughs> no. And it's definitely not Piers Brosnan. Do you think it's... License to Kill. So it might be Roger Moore. I, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards as well. Ah, it's been so long. Um, and what I'm was the last to... one? Sorry. 
Oh, the last one was uh, Dalton. Timothy Dalton. You see, there was one of the Bond films that was terrible, and it was played by an actor that didn't get much praise because the film was terrible. I don't know if that was <laughs> Timothy. Um, it sounds like it's more likely to be Roger Moore than because I think License to Kill was a pretty decent one as well. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on Roger. Final answer. I'm sorry, it was Timothy Dalton. Stevie Shit. and Laura are the oh. battle of the podcast stars. Did that champions. come out in '82? <laughs> no idea. Oh no. <laughs> uh, that was a straight white one. It's okay, I didn't get school, so don't <laughs> What's question B, Pap? Would you have known who plays James Bond in Moonraker? No. Moonraker? Ooh. <laughs> These were tough. <laughs> man. Happy to some hard questions, man. But that wasn't answering. So. I would say Roger, but that's about it. That's all I would say. I would say is Roger Moore. Yeah, that would have been right. Roger Moore. Great. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, Dana Moore. I think that was fun. Thank you for having us. I'm never going to be able to watch The Little Mermaid the same ever again. <laughs> I'm going to cry every time I see a skull. <sighs> Did you guys want to say just one yeah, more time? Yeah. Can, uh... Oh, go ahead, Dan. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Thanks for thanks for having us on, and um, we we are going to start um, bringing on guests. We're having a a break next week, but then we're start, we're, start, we're already starting to line up guests. So if um, uh, you guys would like to join and you guys pick the film, then we'd be happy to do so and um, and present a format to you that would be good for you too as well. You free as well, Ty. Who would you most like to have on the podcast between the three of us? Who's your favorite? Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, um, I'm going to be political here and say all three of you. Don't <laughs> so vote for me yet. Yeah, feel free to DM me on Twitter. Just to <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you'd like to get a hold of us, we're podcast spoilers uh, at gmail.com at spoilers underscore pod. Um, please subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. And then uh, one more time, uh, Dan and Laura, what's your guys' contact information? Um, you can find us on Twitter, um, which is at Film Inc. Official. Uh, that's Inc. with a K, so people get that wrong. Um, and you can also find us on SoundCloud as well and iTunes. Um, a few of us as well, but those are our main ones. Um, we don't have a we don't have an email yet, but we're, we're mostly taking queries from our uh, Twitter account. Awesome! Well, thanks for listening. That was spoilers. Math teacher, Mark Math Paper.